0: And we're back. MMA Lock Talk episode 32 on this October 13th. It's been a bit rainy today up here in Toronto, or at least certain parts of Toronto. But your boy stays working. Let a couple people trickle in here before I start spewing off at the mouth. Appreciate everybody that always comes through for the shows whether i'm right on time whether i'm five minutes late 10 minutes late 15 minutes late (laughs) we still go out there and drop these uh lock cast episode for you guys obviously i had no episode yesterday due to uh going to toronto i had a uh i went to that aew show for anybody that was tuned in on tuesday uh you guys heard me talk about it a little bit um Fun time. yeah, I mean, I'm not a big pro wrestling fan nowadays, but you know it's always it's always fun to to go out to some of these shows and and be a part of the atmosphere and the crowd and the experience and all that stuff. And you know I'll still appreciate the technical aspects of pro wrestling still, like you know, whether it's the 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 mic work or the 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 choreography of the matches and all that stuff. it was cool. It was all right. It was fun. you know it's I'll always uh, I'll always appreciate. People putting on uh you know their their talents on display like that. So fun time. Uh pretty much spent all day in Toronto yesterday. Got downtown on the on the train around one, one thirty, met up with one of my boys, and we just drank. <laughs> we pretty much had a bunch to drink, bar hopped a little bit, and then finally found our way to the Coliseum and uh got to the show, watched the show, left the show. Uh, I came home and pretty much passed out immediately. You know, it was a, it was a long day, um, so it was uh, it was exhausting, but it was fun. It was a fun exhaustion. So I was very happy to have that. Very happy to see my boy, like I, I normally do as well. Um, you know, it's always a treat seeing my my college roommates whenever I get the chance, because in total there was about five of us that really or six of us. One, two three, four, five. Yeah. Five of us, plus their significant others, uh, who have stayed in touch, you know, for 10 plus years now and try to get together, you know, every couple, you know, maybe a couple times a year. There was a time where it was only like once a year, but we try to do it as often as we can just to, you know, relive moments of the past, um, have some nostalgia and even just have fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I really enjoy being around them as well. So fun, fun times. I'm going to get to see them again this weekend. Uh, we're doing a, uh, uh, Halloween party uh, at, my, at my friend's place and uh very much looking forward to that. You know, I know it's like two weeks early for a Halloween, but it's only time that we're going to be able to meet up in the next couple weeks. So we thought we would just make it a little bit of a theme party, get a costume and just have fun. So looking forward to that. And then I have a baby shower to go to literally the next day. So I'm going to crash there, probably shit-faced, come back, hungover, go to a baby shower um, and then chill out for the day as well shout out to my guy Rex is always going to be looking after my guy Alfred while uh we're gone I know Rex's kids always enjoy um looking after the uh, looking after our weenie dog uh so it's always a treat to be able to put a smile on their face as well by by dropping him over there so we got Grasso versus Araujo this weekend we got UFC 280 next weekend Um, By the way, I just finished... uh, I love it. I love it. Alfred hears a dog barking outside and starts barking himself. Hey, Alfred. Quit it. Quit it. (laughs) Kills me every time. Um, Yeah, I finished uh, taping uh, Lucas Alexander versus uh, Joe Anderson Brito earlier, maybe like an hour ago. Um, Still got to update the Best Bets and Props article on the Patreon, but I'll likely have no play on that fight, right? You know, nowadays it's it, it's gonna be hard for me to to want to shell out minus six hundred on anybody, even if it's Joe Anderson, Beetle, fighting a short notice guy that stylistically he should go out there and beat on. I just I just have this sick feeling in my stomach of playing heavy heavy chalk on anybody that's not an elite championship fighter, and even then, you know, I mean, Kamaru Usman, I played him at minus four hundred and still ended up ripping on my ticket, but I need that level of comfort, that level of talent and skill for me to be comfortable with paying minus 600 so Brito should win but uh, I'll likely be staying off that fight all in all lastly um, prop you up coming up uh, in about two hours time me and Cody will be going live at 5 30 p.m. Eastern on the all star make sure you guys go Uh, hop in on that after this uh, podcast wraps up I'm actually going to go and create the link for that one and I'll tweet it out so that you guys can uh, you know set your notifications do whatever you got to do but me and Cody will be back in two hours the newly minted father Cody Saftik I think he just had his first kid less than two weeks ago so we'll ask him how his first two weeks of fatherhood have treated him but since then um uh, but yeah, I, I, I haven't spoken him to, to him since then, so I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, all right, let's see what this what the live chat is saying, right? This what this whole show is all about. My guy Bob Spikerman in the chat. What's going on, my brother? He's asking your thoughts on Petrosian Cal Borayo Parlay for next week. Appreciate you, my man. Appreciate the love as well, my friend. Now, I just gotta remind myself who Petrosian is. Uh, and Bahayo are fighting next weekend because I can't remember off the top of my head. So Bahayo is fighting Mahmoud Murdov. Hilarious seeing Mahmoud Murdov as a plus-190 dog. I'll say that considering this guy who usually was Chalk Chalk City before Gerald Mirshard ended up choking him out. On paper, I think that fight's a lot closer than the odds suggest, but that could also be because I'm not the highest on Bahayo myself. I think everybody's going to be writing off Mahmoud Murdoch because of that Gerald Mureshardt fight, but we should cut him a little bit of slack. Like, we shouldn't be uh, fading him with a minus 220, minus 230 spot here. I believe that, yeah, he only lost to Gerald Mureshardt. Like, that was his first loss in five years. That was his first loss in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. He was on a 14 fight winning streak before running into Gerald Mureshardt the way that he did. So, yeah, I'm going to cut him a little bit slack. I may even look at him as a possible underdog spot uh, myself. But, uh, yeah, sketched out about that one. And then you're asking about Petrosian. I remember Petrosian's fighting AJ Dobson. Wow, he's minus 210. Holy shit. Um I got to dust up on AJ Dobson. And I'm actually going to be starting my uh, UFC 280 tape starting later this evening. So if you're on the Patreon, you will be able to see some of the best bets and props that I dropped for that card. But um, yeah, I I don't remember. Like I remember AJ fought Malcun last time and he couldn't stop the takedowns um, in the second and third rounds. And I definitely think he's the better striker than AJ Dobson. But what if Dobson looks for a wrestle-heavy approach? And again, I don't know if Dobson has those chops. Like, I'll have to go back and watch his regional tape and see had he ever taken fights to the ground, and if so, how good his control actually is. Because, yes, you can take Armin Petrosian down, as we've seen, but he does a very good job in terms of nullifying the damage his opponents do from on top, and he does a good job of working back to his feet and then getting off of it on his shots once again. So... Yes, I do lean Petrosian. I'm a, I'm a fan of him. Obviously, cash him as a dog against Gregory Rodriguez as well. But I we got to temper our expectations a bit, especially with him all the way up at minus 210. So I know it probably might not be what you want to hear, my guy Aaron. Um, in, in terms of like straight up predictions, yes, I'll pick Petrosian. And I'll still maybe play Murdov. But um, yeah. That's what I'm thinking right now. I just got to see, uh, sorry, not Aaron. I meant Bob, um, who asked the question. I really got to dust up on Dobson before I can make a, or plant my flag in the ground for that. And even the Bohayo and Murdoch fight, I got to really do my studying there before I plant my flag on one side or the other. Aaron asking, what's up, dude? Nice to have a UFC fight night, but really looking forward to the 280 fight card. Everybody is my friend everybody is and luckily for you guys my hard uh listeners of the mma lock talk i'll likely be doing a live fight companion for the entire ufc 280 card and i'm sure you guys have heard me say this plenty of times but i'm gonna keep saying it until it actually happens it's my birthday that day too literally the same day as my birthday so i'm gonna you know get tucked in nice and early on Friday. Or sorry, actually, uh, Friday night, I'll be having a birthday dinner, going to head up another Brazilian steakhouse, uh, get into bed pretty much right after that, uh, and then wake up nice and learning and start getting crunk at like 9 a.m. since the fight start off at 10 a.m. So I'll do a fight day live chat probably at 830 or something like that for a half an hour and then get prepared to sit here in this seat for close to six hours with you guys as well. So hopefully you guys can swing through for the watch stream birthday party that I'll be throwing for myself. Uh, and we can watch the fights together. Marcus Williams, shout-out, as always, to the Nubian Bookstore. Let's see. uh, What are your thoughts on Till versus Duplessis? Projected opening betting lines Till, minus 111, Plessis, 109 on best fight odds. I love Plessis winning this fight easily. Uh, I wouldn't say easily, but I do think he wins that fight. You know, If the odds roughly stay around that, I will likely have a play on Duplessis there. I know you like you use some duplexes, like you even said at the end there, but I'm pretty sure I saw you message somewhere else about that as well. But yes, I do like duplexes there. Corey Yeeple in the chat saying, I never thought I would say this lock. You're not going to be happy, but I'm on Mike Jackson Saturday. Pete might be a little more more well-rounded, but not seven to one. Hey, I am not, not happy about that. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Uh, there's no way I'm betting minus 700 on Pete Rodriguez. And I completely understand taking the dog shot here on Mike Jackson. I don't hate it. I really don't hate it. I won't get to the betting window myself to do it, but like the only way to play that fight, if you want to bet the Pete Rodriguez side at all, is bet Pete Rodriguez round one. And now that they it seems like they have all the odds available or all the props. Let me see uh, what they actually put. Pete Rodriguez, Rodriguez round one (laughs) minus one ninety. See, I'd rather take that chalk than fucking play the minus seven hundred myself. But good luck on Jackson, my friend. I likely won't have any money on that fight. Problem kid in the chat. What's going on, my brother? Appreciate you stopping by as always. will um, uh, Hire in the chat saying, hey, Locke, I got Tyra inside the distance at plus 600. Wow, that's a great line. It was a stake on the betting site. I locked it in. Now it's plus 250. It's always nice to be able to get those spots, right? Especially if the bookie goes on and, uh, and honors those mistakes. But uh, good luck to you, my friend. I do think he wins this fight. I'll say that. Daniel's saying, uh, why am I so excited about Natalia Silva versus Bledja? Feels like both are future title contenders. Uh, I, again, I got I to dust up on Natalia Silva again. I know she pulled off a... I think she beat Jasmine Jazz Vicious in her UFC debut, right? As an underdog. Um, and I'm trying to recall Bledja. Was Bledja with the... Um, Was she the big favorite? I can't recall her either off the top of my head, but um, I don't know. I, I got to do the tape before I can say anything about them being future title contenders. But if you see something, Daniel, I know you're a sharp one. You shall see. Sans, Sans Boulevard in the chat saying, just typed up Happy Friday and then realized it's not Friday. Pain. Happy Thursday, y'all. Yes, it is. It is a Thursday. It does feel like a Friday. I'll say that as well. But no, it is Thursday. For my TV fanatic She-Hulk out today. Again, people are going to shit on me for that. But it's not that bad of a show. It is really not that bad of a show. Not to mention, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Daredevil showing up in the last episode. That was pretty cool. Um, And then uh, the Lord of the Rings finale tomorrow. Season 1 finale of their Rings of Power show. So I'm very much looking forward to that. They're calling it an epic finale. So it better be fucking epic. We will find out tomorrow. Daniel is, saying is, uh, Daniel is saying Dobson is a good wrestler I don't know if that's tongue-in-cheek or what But we'll see what the ta- uh, tape says Bob saying true uh, Murdov used to be chalky as fuck Exactly How quickly we forget, right? Bahio on the way up Obviously he's on a bit of a winning streak right now Murdov just coming off a loss People just want to do the What have you done for me lately thing And then automatically back call about Do the tape Then come to your own conclusion A large one dream in the chat appreciate that my friend saying uh henry suhudo made a brief appearance in the new redeem team doc i saw that Uh, i watched that the other day as well and i saw them quickly like quickly show uh something of him i think it was the same year that the redeem team won right (sighs) bob spikeman saying i feel like bahio can control him for majority of the fight with this like black back takes man um Probably, maybe. Again, I gotta I gotta run the tape. I, I, it, my, the weed <laughs> uh, and the poor memory makes it hard for me to to talk on fights that I haven't really studied recently. Akin saying also, do you think Cub wins by decision or a KO? I think he wins by KO, my friend. Bob saying, appreciate the breakdowns, man. You're the man. Love you, Bob. Always love seeing you in here as well. Aiden Smo saying, just have a strange feeling that TJ gets the belt back. I have that strange feeling as well. We will see if my research gives us the same answer. Uh, William Hegmeister in the chat, been a minute since i see my boy saying rough schedule lately, finally made it live. I'm glad to see that, my friend. Daddy's saying, hot take. This will be a turning point in Dillashaw's career where he will be washed and maybe retire. Interesting. It's always interesting to say something like that for somebody that's Getting a title shot. <laughs> but we'll see. He is up there in age or getting up there in age, right? Isn't he like 37 now? Uh 36. He'll be 37 in February. By the way, I love that uh let me just see this real quick, but I'm pretty sure. Uh never mind. I thought uh, TJ Dillashaw's wife had a Wikipedia page because I, I googled TJ Dillashaw here real quick and then like on the side where it shows like his quick Wikipedia information, uh, his wife actually has a clip, clickable link, <laughs> but it just goes to her own like Google search page. Hilarious. Uh, bu- 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 boo, Sanson saying, "Don't watch TV too often. Should I watch House of the Dragon or the Lord of the Rings show? And you're both in your pain. Watch them both." Watch them both <laughs> if you can. Uh, if you were a Game of Thrones fan, I would highly recommend watching House of the Dragon. If you are more of a Lord of the Rings fan, watch the Lord of the Rings show. I think both are great. There are a couple slow episodes in both of those shows, just as there would be with any show, but the majority of episodes are pretty fucking fire. Lajon saying I had to rewind and double check. I was like, what the fuck was that, Henry? It was, it was, it was. Yeah, it was the year that Henry won the gold and Redeem Redeem Team won gold as well. John in the chat. Long time no watch. Lock, good to see you, brother. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. Always good to see you in here, brother. Love seeing your name pop up on the timelines as well. Ken saying, always appreciate your time and devotion to us with your predictions in general. Chat, much love, Lock. Much love to you as well, my friend. I'm here with you guys for another 30 minutes. I, I, I won't be doing a full hour this time around since I obviously started late, but... Uh, I got a quick write-up to do before I hop right back on live with you guys for propping you up with Cody at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. So I got another half hour with you guys. Aiden asking, who do you lean in the Cater versus Allen fight? I lean Cater. I truly lean Cater there. Uh, I, I think it's... a. Uh, a solid spot for him to, to go out there and outwork a guy in Allen who more often than not is, is low volume, right? The guy just waits around a little bit too much. Doesn't do too much. Tries to use his strength a lot more than anything else. And you know, it works. He has a good winning streak going on, but I think cater might be the guy to throw a wrench into his plans there. Danny's are saying thoughts on Benio by KO gamma have been dropped by Saruki and Gurum. Uh, this is a fight that I'm, I'm leaning Gamrat myself. Um, but I honestly, for the life of me, cannot remember the Sarukian fight that well. I remember the Grum fight was very close. A lot of people thought that he should have won it, personally. Uh, I thought the same. Um, but I don't remember anything about the Sarukian fight. So I, I have to watch that back. Benil by KO is always live, considering how much of a wild man that guy is. But I think that Gamrod is just skilled enough all around that he should be able to stop this, uh, this run that Benil is currently on. Corey Yipo saying, Beverly Hills, Ninja by vicious knees in a clinch, Dusko can't get out of. I'd be okay with seeing that. I would love to see Jordan Wright win, even if it's at the expense of my guy, Dusko Todorovic. White House troll in the chat. Good day, Locke. What's good? Nothing much, my brother. Appreciate you coming by as always. Always love seeing the regulars in here when they pop in and and drop a comment as well. Lajon Dream saying, rumors of a soul card in Korea in February. Yes. I, hey, I don't want to take the credit, but I feel like I was the one that brought attention to this because I'm following my guy, Cody Donovan. You guys know he's on the Coach's Main Event Marathon. Uh, and one of his posts showed the next upcoming fight, his UFC fights for their UFC roster. And the first one was Neil Magny. Obviously, we know he's fighting Daniel Rodriguez soon. Uh, Razak Al-Hassan is fighting in January. And then it said uh, Devin Clark, February 4th, Korea. And I posted that, like I put it up on Twitter, and minutes later, I'm getting everybody else starting to per- report the same thing. Uh, and then I, you know, shout out to my guy Cole Shelton. I'm sure he did his digging, and then he found out that Devin Clark's opponent is going to be Dao Young. But it was me, I swear it was me that first brought attention to it. I'm sure somebody would have eventually as well, but check check the timelines, folks. I was the first one to put it up there. <laughs> Uh, William Hagmeister saying uh, UFC 280 should be a classic. I locked in Brady seven weeks ago, minus 110 for my second biggest bet in my life. Raw plus 121st of my biggest. I don't know why I'm starting to get nervous. Uh, conference was higher than it, it always seems like the closer it gets. Um, the bet always feels queasy, right? Like I was queasy before the honey Barcelos fight the other week, right? But I knew that he was like, there's a reason he was my locker than I play. I mean, this weekend got my locker. The night I play, am I going to be queasy once the fight starts? Yes, I think that just comes with it, right? Especially when you're making big bets, you got to be careful. And and no matter how confident you are, when you press submit or place bet, you'll still feel that nervousness. I'm sure once the fight actually kicks off. Um. Yeah, I'm very interested by seeing the uh, how I feel about that fight after writing the tape on Dream saying Gamera Tsarugian had a ton of crazy scrambles. I got to see it myself. I don't remember it. Williams saying, I took Gamera plus 210. I love Gamera. I sure thought he would get dog lion because he didn't dominate. I mean, someone would argue uh, controversial. I think he meant minus 210. Uh, but yeah. Again, Darius has just been grinding these out. You know I mean? Obviously, he had that crazy win over Jakar Close. Um, was able to finish. I think on, what was his run again? I think I'm getting uh I'm confused. Yeah, he had the split against Darius, he controlled Tony Ferguson. Um, yeah, knocked out hold spin, knocked out Jakar Close. Yeah, I don't know. Gamrout is likely going to be his toughest test during this run. Jared Curry in the chat. Appreciate the love, my friend. Aiden Samoa saying, I have a weird theory that the UFC does in Gano versus Jones in Toronto around April, May. Timing would make sense and only right to come back to Canada with a bang. Bro, I would be surprised if they do it in Toronto in April, but uh, I'd be down. I would be totally down. But I honestly think given the gravity of that fight, given how big of a fight that would be, they reserve those types of fights for Vegas. I think they would do it in Vegas. Maybe that Memorial Day weekend card that they used to always stack or even International Fight Week. I mean, Jones and Ganu. Also, uh, when Ariel tweeted about the Glover and Yuri fight being set for December, uh, they didn't really say whether it's the main event or not. Oh. Um, is there another big fight announced for that card that I don't know about? Um, Yeah, that card actually looks not that bad. Robbie Lawler versus Ponzinibbio. Shabazzian versus Lungiambula, Mbula. Quarantillo versus Alexander Hernandez. TJ Brown versus Eric Silva. Duplessis against Till. Rosenstreich versus Dacus. Curtis versus uh, Buckley. Uh, Daniel Lacerda versus Vinicius Salvador. Bo Nickel against Jamie Pickett. Cameron Simon versus Roddy Lawrence. Excuse me. Bohovich versus Ankalayev. St. Pro versus Gustafson. I think they're trying to line up another big fight for that card. Because I think that's what uh, Ariel was teasing at. Danny saying, thanks for breaking the most anticipated fight of 2023. Daun Young versus Clark. You know what it is. <laughs> Problem Kid saying, Cubs Johnson has a dog as wild." Well. I see why. The the momentum seems to be on the uh seems to be on the Martinez side, being the younger guy as well, right? Um, but hey, I'll take it. Oh, William's saying plus two ten gamrat versus Armin. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Minus 188 versus Betty. Sharp play on Gamera there. Problem kids saying, glad to make it for a live again. Been super busy lately. Hoping everyone has been cashing and living well. You know what it is, my friend. We kill it. Uh Ethan saying going to come through a dog money again. Could happen. He's always the live dog. Uh William saying Bones will be back to summer 10th update coming soon the UFC waiting for Francis decision he's ramping it up lately. Interesting. Maybe that's what they're trying to tease for uh for that uh card for 282. Danny saying <laughs> Patty for <versus> signacio <laughs> jokes. Don't kill me. Noel Murphy in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by here, brother. You said in suplock, Magabem was to five, and Aljo double is minus 110, which I love, though Aljo is max better already at minus 160. Have a bunch of parlays from past weeks waiting on Aljo too. Ooh. Be careful, my friend. Be careful. Um, I think TJ could come away with that one. Pre-tape, I haven't done the, the studying on it yet. I am leaning with the TJ Dillashaw side. Lajon Dream saying, Ariel said on MMA outward they were making one last ditch effort for Jones and Ganu, I believe. Interesting. There you go. Lajon Dream saying, Blah by decision. Well, if he wins, it'll likely be by decision. Uh, William saying, I've already booked my room for December 10th. will be a must see once they announce a couple more main bouts, main card bouts. There's so many uh, fights already on it, though. Right? Like, Where's that? 1, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 13 fights. Wow. From the time that I originally talked about the, uh, like like minutes ago where I just said every single matchup on Twitter, somebody updated it with Prohaska Glover. <laughs> One of you guys in here just update Wikipedia. Is that what's going on? uh but yeah they already have pretty much every single fight listed like I think at most they will just add uh another title fight maybe the the, the Jones and engano fight outside of that I don't know if they'll add anything else uh Williams saying also I ran into Stipe at the Columbus card and wow he got big preparing for this fight with Francis if uh for for this fight if Francis can go Francis for, or sorry Stepe versus Jones that would be a great fight I'd love to see that fight. Marcus asking, saying, out of all the dogs on the 280 main card, which dog do you think has the best chance to pull off the win? Uh, Let's see what the main card looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) You guys always know that I love me some Chukagian. I always feel like she's live whenever she's a dog. So there's one right there. She's plus 155 right now. Um, I, just off the top of my head, I'd say Chukagan and Dillashaw, those would be my pre tape favorite main card underdogs for UFC 280. William saying, Killisha and you, I'd love to see it. I would love to see it. Daniel saying, Aljo, Aljo aka Bantamweight John Jones will beat Pilishaw. Wow, Bantamweight John Jones. Let's slow our roll with that one, my friend. Aiden saying seems like UFC would want TJ to win. Aljo just isn't a draw and love him or hate him. TJ's a draw and a damn good fighter. I think both like I don't maybe TJ's a little bit more well known, but I don't think it's significant to the point that the UFC would prefer for TJ to win. Booty Batnet in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by, my brother. Take Tacos up, Kush. Daniel's saying, even though TJ is a better fight for O'Malley when he beats Jan. Mm. Look at this guy, already predicting that O'Malley win over Jan. Bananas and grapes saying Hasbro knocks out Ngannou in under a minute. I think you're giving Engano too much credit there. I'd say half a minute. I guess that is under a minute, so. Mario Burrell in the chat, O'Malley the dog play. I know you've been barking that O'Malley thing since uh, the matchup got announced, my friend. Good luck. Pete G in the chat saying, sweet, I got it. Now, Chuka plus 187. That's a damn good line. Uh, Booty saying, TJ and Charles are the best underdogs. I so, don't know. Islam could... Islam is way to a win. Pete G saying, hi and bye, fellas. Like Tropwell. I appreciate it, my friend. Appreciate you coming in and swinging through. My guy, I'm in the chat. sensible. Boulevard saying, think Volk will have legitimate chance of 155 belt if he gets the fight? Of course. The dude is... The dude is one of the best pound-for-pound fighters, easily. I would love to see him fight either Charles or Islam. I would love it. Absolutely love it. But yes, he has a legitimate chance. If he's an underdog of any sort, I would likely take a shot on him. Lajon saying, seeing compilations of O'Malley's legs getting kicked on Twitter now. (laughs) People love that. Booty Bandit saying, I think Charles and TJ are solid underdogs. He's thinking, well, I guess no matter what in the Charles fight is and new. Because <laughs> Charles is no longer the champion if every everybody remembers that. Um, but yeah, Islam can Islam. William saying, let's not forget TJ beat Sadman with torn-up knees mid fight. Imagine how he ground and pounds Sadman with knees, his takedown defense a lot better than Powder was versus Aljo. Yeah, that that's the thing. Like I could I think he can stay away from those type of uh like those spots that Jan wasn't able to get out of with Aljo. Like, I think he's probably the better wrestler, like on paper, maybe. But in terms of scrambling and getting out of those positions, he might he might do a better job of Piotr. Booty saying you're picking Islam. Not an official prediction as of yet, but uh pre-tape, I definitely lean Islam. Daniel saying, anyone else think Islam can sub Charles? People are discarding Islam's Sambo jiu jitsu. I think it's on the table, especially if he wears on Charles and like tires him out, and then possibly gets him later in the fight. What's Islam by sub? Makachev by sub is plus two twenty five. You know his KO line is is wider than his sub line, which is wide or which is wild. Sorry. Like odds are indicating that Makachev subbing Charles is more live. Sorry. Let me say this again. Odds suggest Makachev submitting Oliveira. Uh sorry. God I don't know why what my brain is going on right now. I promise I haven't burned. Odds are suggesting that Makachev submitting Charles Oliveira is more live than Oliveira submitting Makachev. Plus two twenty five for Makachev, plus two ninety for Oliveira. Very interesting. I wonder what the line would be on fight ends in submission. That'd be tasty. Uh, Aiden's saying, what do we think of Volk future minus 125 on DK to be the featherweight champ on December 2023? I don't think anybody beats him, man. That's not a bad line. Interested to see what the limit is on that. Booty saying uh, the champion has an it's Charles Oliveira, my friend. Yes. As of right now, <laughs> Daddy's saying Aiden will not want cash unless Suhudo fight happens. You think Suhudo beats Volkanovski? I'd be surprised. William's saying in all seriousness, outside of the plus 300 or higher line on O'Malley, I don't see a path to victory. Volume not there for either, but Jan can, has granite and great striking defense volume path to victory for O'Malley is definitely there. And I consider, I understand why people are taking the plus 300 shot on him outside of that. I'm good. I'm good. Bananas and grapes saying, are you related to Ronnie 2k? No, I am not. <laughs> is he Brown? I-, I think he's Indian, right? I could be off on that. Jewish better saying uh, that Kevin Lee fight is a good fight to watch in my opinion to show what Islam could potentially do. Yes. Daniel saying I agree, Jewish. Yes. Go back and watch that. You know, I mean we all know Kevin Kevin Lee has a horrible gas tank, but he was able to do solid work against Charles Oliveira once he got him to the ground. Now you got Makachev who likely has a way better gas tank than Kevin Lee and could establish that top position way better. Charles, let's be honest, like yes, he's been performing very well, but we could absolutely nitpick his way over the last couple fights, right? Like the, starting with the Kevin Lee fight. that's the That was literally the last event before COVID hit. That's when they, you know, didn't allow any fans into that Brazilian arena they were at. Uh, he got laid on for about two rounds. And then Kevin Lee gassed out and uh, Charles Oliveira was able to choke him out. Tony Ferguson. we know, Charles obviously had the better jujitsu there, was able to control him. Good. Michael Chandler. Almost finished Charles Oliveira in that first round. But then Charles caught him with a good punch, dropped him, finished him. Michael Chandler, again, fighting the highest level of talent, but I don't really know if he deserves to really be at the top there. Dustin Poirier, we know he chokes in big spots, and he got choked out there. Justin Gaethje, solid fighter, but Charles is way better of an all-around fighter than, than Justin, especially when the fight hits the mat. Now he is fighting somebody in Islak Makhachev, who can compete with him on the ground. He may not be the better striker, but I don't think it's going to take long for Islam to drag this fight to the ground and have success from on top. So, again, you could probably do the same thing with Islam, going through his record and just shitting on his level of competition, right? Best fighter he's probably fought in this recent run is Armin Sarukian back in April of 2019. So I get it. But from a pure skill set standpoint, I think Islam presents a lot of trouble for him. Lajon saying, Ronnie is idiot and he's actually getting married and his celebration is this week. Wow. Good for him. Uh wonder what O'Malley-Yan's split decision prop will be. Might take uh, Dejan Sprickle on that. Might not be a bad way of going into it. Noel saying, Victor Henry inside the distance. Plus 163 is my only play this week. Light weekend in prep for 280. Good shit, man. I don't know if he'll win inside the distance, but uh, Sunsal's durability is definitely falling off massively. So could definitely be on the table there. Booty band is saying, but you don't think uh, Charles keeps on the feet. Islam is one of the best wrestlers in the UFC. It doesn't matter if Charles wants to keep this on the feet. He will get him down. Makachev will get him down if he wants him on the ground. Aiden saying, I'm not too big into boxing betting, but Jake Paul minus 110 seems like a steal. His team's smart and knows what they're doing, getting him in there with an aged Silva. I don't know, man. I might have to take a shot on Silva there myself. Like Silva still has it, at least in a boxing realm, it seems. Might be able to dance circles around here on Jake Paul. Nathan in the chat saying UFC should do Dela versus Jack De La Maddalena versus Jack Jake Matthews in Australia. That'd be a great fight. I'd love to see what they how they line up Jake Matthews next. Like Shrug Matthews is a new mystical creature i can't wait to see what he does with all this disrespect he's been feeling over his last couple of fights walk us in the chat appreciate the love my friend uh Mapri, what do you think of pre oh uh brito i think you're saying uh henry and makai parlay uh i think they all win i think they all win my friend nathan saying if camera beats manil you think he's next for the title um let's see I remember what the top of that division looks like right now. So right now, Gamrod is ninth. And Benil is number six. It's weird because the top five of the lightweight division is just guys that are just lingering there, essentially. Right? Poirier, Gaethje, Chandler. Like, I think that era of fighter is slowly being sifted out. That's when we're going to start to see the, how the fuck is Conor McGregor number 12? What is going on in this world? Like, should he not be disqualified from even being able to be ranked? Actually, I lied. He fought uh, last July, right? Yeah, July 2021. I think you have to have longer than that. But even then, the last lightweight win that he had was six years ago. Why is he still ranked? Why is he number 12? So dumb. Like Jalen Turner is number 13. <laughs> like what the fuck? But like, I think like what I'm talking about, this new age of lightweights, like the Sarukians, the Isma the Jalen Turners, the Mataush Gamrats, uh, Rafael Fazievs. Like, I think those guys are slowly going to start to take these higher ranked guys out and start replacing them in the top five. Um, but in regards to your question, if Gamera beats Jair to get a title shot, I think he would have to face maybe the winner of Poirier and Chandler. Just based on rankings alone, he'd probably have to face the winner of Poirier, Chandler, and that would determine the next number one contender. Which, again, Chandler or Poirier, even with the win, probably don't deserve it. But yeah. Good question. Williams saying... uh uh sorry william's saying what's the greek gonna say you have to bet islam because we have never seen a line this low for him maybe maybe that's what he's gonna say white house show saying you plus cody perfect mind sharing how you two got to do this have you um well me and cody have been boys since uh Almost 10 years now. I'd say maybe nine or 10 years. Uh, he was a matchmaker for a regional show that I worked up here in uh, in Toronto. And uh, the owner of that promotion, his office was out of the Fight Network office, which is where Cody works. And uh, we linked up there. We've been boys since. And then I saw that he was doing his, his show, Dogger Pass, or Bookie Beatdown is what he used to be called. And then we both saw that we were in the space together and just started working together. We started working at odds.com together. We created the Prop and You Up show. And then after odds.com closed, we kept doing the show on my channel. And then the All-Star picked it up to put onto their channel. So, yeah, he lives like 20 minutes away from me as well. So we we, we, we know each other quite well. Shout out to Cody. William saying is Silva going to rig the fight, though? Always sketch, sketchy betting celeb fights. That's kind of the weird worry that I have. But I'd be surprised if Anderson Silva would willingly sacrifice his legacy by intentionally losing to a guy like Jake Paul. Woody Bannon is saying this early, but who you think wins Yuri your Glover? Man, that was talk about a back and forth fight, right? Um, I'll probably still lean Glover, um, but I probably won't bet that fight. Just better saying Volkanovsky is also up there for a title shot. I don't mind that. That's a that's a great suggestion as well. You know, he's he's almost dominated. Well, he's pretty much dominated the featherweight division now. Like just looking at the rankings here for Featherweight, guys that he can still potentially fight. Yai Rodriguez is coming off a loss, I believe. Uh, Josh Emmett, maybe. Does Emmett have a fight coming up? Because he could be a number one contender. I could see them making that fight. Um, but then, like the other guys, still need a couple wins before they can be considered for a title shot, right? Like the up and comers now in the Featherweight division Bryce Mitchell, Moves are and uh, Ilya Toporia. All those guys still need at least two more wins before they can be considered uh, in the title picture. But yeah, I don't mind Volkanovski going up and and wasting some time just so that the featherweights can get it back up. Aiden saying, is propping it up tonight? Locke, yes. Propping you up will be at 5.30 p.m. Eastern, so uh, half an hour, just over half an hour, I'll be going live on the All-Star with Cody, so make sure you guys come through for that. Daniel saying, imagine Volk versus Charles in Brazil, then Volk, versus Cejudo in Australia, gold status achieved. Man, he could go down as one of the greatest featherweights of all time, if not the greatest. And Small saying, yeah, weird how McGregor is still a lightweight ranking, also hasn't been tested by Usad in a year. It's weird, eh? Very weird. Noel Murphy saying, yo, I think it's hilarious to is even upset. He's not the backup for the title. He's literally a massive underdog to Cameron. Uh, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> I guess, like, just based on his seniority and the streak that he's on as well. But I'd rather give it to Volkanovsky. Daniel saying, I agree. And Connor would look better on rank than 12th. Sure. William saying, he said that on your stream once about Seattle Who is that? Uh, I am not sure what this comment is in reference to. I apologize. Uh, Nathan saying, Jan, plus 200 versus Magomedov. I'm thinking, what about you? Uh, Is that what the odds are, or you're suggesting those are what the odds are? Let me see if they actually have them posted on. Uh, Hank Alive, uh, minus 250, plus 210, Blahovich. I still lean Hank Alive, man. I think that guy is going to be very hard to beat. I don't care if this guy's Polish power, but Magomedov should still dust him up there. William saying, "On top of my bucket list is to go to a card in Australia, Android, UK." Me too, me too, lit, 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 in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. William saying, "Oh, uh Yanni the Greek, that's who you're talking about." Oh, okay, I see what you mean. He's a numbers guy. We should all know this by now, right? <laughs> Booty Bannon saying, "I saw MMA Guru video on Usada. They tested Yuri 36 times. Is he 11?" Usman, 14, John, 3, and TJ, 9. Yeah, you can see all this information on their website. Um, I think if you just, like, Google USADA testing UFC fighters or something, they should have, like, on their official website. And you can search up every single athlete on the UFC roster and see how many times they've been tested. Aiden Simone just saying, damn, just realize if Charles wins against Islam, him versus woke would be number one versus number two pound for pound. That'd be nuts. Is Charles really number two pound for pound or number one? Charles is number three. Izzy is number two. So, just dispelling that a little bit. <laughs> Nathan's saying, I lean on collab. I was guessing the line uh, that's jokes. Yeah, I'm still on collab side. I think he'd be worth the chalk, honestly, too. Hagmeister said, Yeah, uh, Sir Gone and Fancy, because we've never seen the odds this low just as a joke. Yeah, I remember that. MPTV saying Brandon Davis picks the beat apart for the first few minutes of their fight until the beat took him down. Brandon is the live dog against Mutna. We shall see. Long time no see, MPTV. Hope all is well, my friend. Let, let, let's say Connor trying to figure out how to get Cowboy out of retirement. Yes. And take that fight at lightweight. <laughs> Lazo on Dream saying everybody freaking out about Connor not being tested for a while, but he's probably on some crazy drugs trying to get his leg back to 100%. Still, there are other fighters that likely had to take that same approach but are getting tested that's why people are up in arms uh denny's saying lean on a hooker versus claudio i lean i lean hooker there i think he, his ground game will be good enough to stay away oh, excuse me to stay away from leg locks uh and then he should be able to touch him up on the feet he is back to lightweight though right i hope he's not coming back down to featherweight yeah that's a lightweight fight yeah i feel better with that all right a couple fight and a couple more comments here that i'm going to get out of here danny's saying thoughts on colby covington retiring and becoming security for connie west yeah i don't know if he's retired <laughs> Uh, Nathan saying, Pira Is Izzy, in my opinion, what are you saying with that fight? That entire car is fired, bro. I can't wait for that card, it's gonna be a sick card. Um, Eileen Pereira as well, Eileen Pereira as well. But we'll see what the tape says once I get around to it. And in saying, I was uh saying hypothetically, if Charles beats Islam, he should be number two over Izzy. I agree with that, actually. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'd love to see that fight. That would be a super fight, you know. What I mean, remember that era where they're just like, oh my god, this is a super fight. Well, this is also a super fight and this is also a super fight. Then there's like, what is truly a super fight? If we're going to keep calling these super fights, that would be a super fight. Even Islam versus Charles would be, a, or sorry, Islam versus Volk would be a super fight. <laughs> Booty saying testing Yuri 36 times in a year is retarded. Yeah, that's crazy. William saying as much as Conor helped bring notice to MMA, he's also hurting the purity of it. Crazy. He is still ranked. Yes. Bingo. Um, All right. I'm going to call it here. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. I will be back in a half an hour over on the All-Star for propping you up with Cody Saftik. We're going to be doing the... Um, um, We're going to be doing propping you up for this weekend's card. Make sure you guys come through for that. We'll be doing this full card uh, top to bottom from a props perspective. All right. Catch you guys. Half an hour. Peace.